When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Al, I'm a little hoarse. I'm going to get through it. My yeah was a little bit rusty. I um, I had to scream at the top of my lungs for about two hours yesterday to the person sitting right next to me. I did a little yep. NASCAR yesterday, yep. feeling like a different man. I took the Silverado up there. I, uh, I'm a new person, basically, is what I'm telling you. I, I did not, you know, I kind of am going, going about my day on a Sunday, and I'm saying to myself, what is that environment right now? <laughs> At Pitbull, with Pitbull. <laughs> what does that concert feel like? What does it look like? Where is Emily in the stands? Where is Travis in the stands? I, I don't know what the energy was for the actual race. And really, to be honest with you, I don't care. How was Pitbull? <laughs> he was amazing, by the way. I yep. recommend. He did all the hits, just the classics. And then Ice Cube was great. But, you know, I, I think that it was just interesting seeing the stadium's reaction. I was standing, my friends and I were standing for Pitbull, but we were the only people standing. And we were just jamming out real hard, and everyone else uh, just, just wasn't feeling it as much as I was. Yeah, so the, the answer That's to your question, sign. By the Alan, way, it's not was... a good sign at a concert when... <laughs> There was only like four people standing up. That's probably not a good. That's not a good move. So Pitbull's set was met with, shall we say, moderate enthusiasm. I think might be a, a, a proper and respectful way to say that it was met with, you know, some moderate enthusiasm. Ice Cube, everybody was feeling it. Of course, everybody was super fired up for Cube. They they really enjoyed that part of the show. It was. It was fantastic. It was a really cool day. Mm. Like, I, we, we've talked about it. I've been to a couple events out of Fontana, and I enjoyed myself. It was fun. But it was not something that I'm thinking, okay, i got to go to the race every time it comes through town. It was not that. This thing yesterday at the Coliseum, I would do that every year because it, wow. was, the, it was the perfect amount of stuff. Is a little bit of, by the way, I didn't know this. My hands in the air didn't. Did you know there's halftime in short track NASCAR racing? Because there is. They run 75 laps, and then they say, all right, let's take a break, and let's bring Ice Cube out. <laughs> and that's what happens. Is that when they perform? Yes. They perform during halftime? Not okay. Pitbull. Pitbull performed beforehand. Ice Cube performed at halftime of the race. So they come out. They race. And by the way, the, the track is so small inside the Coliseum, right? It's a really yep. tight little track. So when you're out at, at Fontana, when they're on the back stretch, they're 10 miles away. You can barely see them over there. This is like it's like a football game. They're in the other corner. You can see everything. So the racing was really fun. It was just a just a fantastic, fantastic experience. I'm okay, super so, happy I went. So Pitbull performed pregame. That's what <laughs> he, he did. He got a bad yeah. rap because he performed pregame. Everyone wasn't in the stadium yet. No one but was I feeling think, the juice of the alcohol. But Emily, that's true. It's true. But isn't there kind of like a reason why they had him perform pregame? Maybe. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Like you just was... answered your own question. I was yeah. excited about it. Yes. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, was it that in the parking one. lot or yeah. was it <laughs> in, makes the, one. in the he was He was in the uh, Bud Light beer section over there <laughs> just doing, doing his thing. No, he did fine. It was, it was, it was cool. Place there were a lot of stars there too. A lot of sports stars from L.A. 
tons yeah. of people. It was very, very cool. Dave Roberts was there, Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush. It was uh, Miss That sounds May. like a cool event. It was yeah. cool. I, I, I had a really good time. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Al, it is Super Week brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, and we're getting closer. We're just six days away from Super Bowl 56. We have your tickets to see the Battle for the Lombardi right here at 710. Same thing we did last week. Listen for the Super Sounder when you hear it. If you are caller number seven at 877-710-ESPN, you can qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. It's hard to believe that the Super Bowl is in six days is here in LA does have the hometown Los Angeles Rams in it it's I'm ready I I don't know about you but I I, I'm gonna get there we got a lot of going on this week we're gonna have some stuff going on this weekend but I'm ready they could kick this thing off at any point and I'm ready to go no and everybody who has a chance to win I mean how cool of a how cool of a uh, prize is that I mean you get a chance to go to the Super Bowl we're obviously all going to be there I'll be across the street at Target in Inglewood I can't actually go to the game but I'll be close you know what I mean there's a CVS not too far that I'll probably stop by. I'll be around the area, so definitely stop by your local Target and say hello because I won't be actually inside of the uh, stadium. <laughs> well, you know, enjoy yourself. Sure get, get, sure, get a vacuum cleaner and some milk and whatever else you gotta get it. Get everything at Target. Store I, and, I might yeah, actually right? be there for the whole Tires. game. Like I might just be. I have the phone. I'll have my phone on the game, and then just kind of walking around. Like, hey, did you hear that? You could actually hear the fans from inside. <laughs> Travis and Emily are there. I'm not there. So we're giving away those tickets, or a chance to win those tickets. We're also giving away tickets to the Super Bowl Music Fest with Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly. Huge fan, me, both of those. Uh, It begins on Thursday, February 10th, so you got a chance to win those as well, Slee. I don't know Halsey very well, but she's a big Laker fan. Yeah, she's in a lot of games. She's a huge Laker fan. Like, she has, I think if if I understand this correctly, she has a Twitter account just for her opinion on the Lakers. I mean, it's pretty funny. Like, That's she is, great. And she is gets, she really? That's yes, terrific. Yes, and she gets uh, an incredible amount of pub and love and, you know, Laker fans. I mean, she's a true fan. Like, you read any uh, Alan, of her tweets. Alan, you're right. Like, it's called Halsey and one. At Halsey, Halsey and one. <laughs> you read any of her tweets, Trav, I'm like, her analysis is actually 10 Does times she know better the, than mine. I say she knows the team, too. It's she not just, hey, it'd be a cool no. thing. I'll do some Lakers. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, she knows uh, She knows the squad. Okay, so. Would she have benched Russell Westbrook sooner than um, February 6th? Would she have gotten on that a little quicker? <laughs> oh, man. It's, hey, can I say something? It's a good you know, question, right? So Saturday. Look, this doesn't happen very often. I, I was trying to think. You and I were, were having a conversation about this during the prep. When a fan base, at least here in L.A., for the Lakers, for the Lakers, a fan base that turns against a player. And, and look, maybe somebody has has examples right out. I, I genuinely have to think, like, okay, wait a minute. Who – it's a 5:30 game. Lakers going up against the Knicks. It's a primetime game on ABC. And Russ is having one of those awful, awful nights. Right. And, and Trav, when I tell you, you know, whether it's a – hesitation on a three and then fans get more time to be like oh no don't do it don't do it (laughs) or it's him with zero hesitation taking a jumper you know he likes it he he likes he likes this 17 foot bank shot like angle Yep. yep and it's either perfect 
or it hits just the backboard. It dents I, I the glass. I, I'm, I, chips, I'm honest. It chips a piece of the glass out of the backboard. I can't. I can't explain <laughs> it. It's either perfect, like yeah. it's a perfect jumper. It looks like is that Tim Duncan, or it's or it's so far off. You know that why? It's not even close. I, and here's the thing. And and I'm not Clay Thompson. I can't tell you the perfect form on a jump shot or anything like this. But if the ball is coming in at twice the speed of sound, and it doesn't go in perfectly, it's not going in. Yeah. Russ's jumper, he's, he's like, I, I don't know, he's Justin Verlander's fastball velocity. That thing is coming in there hot. And if it doesn't go, like how often do you see a, a Curry or a Clay Thompson or KD, the ball will hit the rim and still drop in occasionally. Mm-hmm. If Russ's doesn't go pew, Right through it, the ball's coming out at ten thousand miles an hour. That's why it's either perfect or no good. Okay, when I say booing, can you think of a Laker game that you watched and you heard the fans? I, I really cannot remember off the top of my head. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying that you know. I, I just off the top of my head, that has to be for Russell Westbrook. How the season has been playing out, where the Lakers are sitting at in the standings. And him constantly being pointed at, hey, this is why the Lakers are bad. It's because of Russell Westbrook, which is, by the way, that's that's it's not just on Russell Westbrook, and it's not on Russell Westbrook because he didn't trade himself to the Lakers. Um, but I, I think that's got to be a dude from L.A. having one of those nights. That has to be one of the worst feelings for him because it's not like, you know, you and I have talked about this. And I know, Trav, effort is fantastic, but effort is not, you know, you can only – it's not like yeah. the guy's not trying. It's not like the guy is, you know, doesn't want to win. It's just going really, really bad, and it's in front of That's your right. home crowd. No, it's it, <laughs> you can't blame him for this being what it is. And this there's is things not, I can blame, but I'll let you. I'll let yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, there are. He shares responsibility in it not working. I, th- I think a couple of things happened on Saturday night. Number one, I think this was kind of the beginning of what they're going to try the rest of the way, which is, listen, I, I what, that was the 17th game. I think all three of those guys have played together. I think it was number I 17. I think you're right. Yeah, I think so, you're right. That in the 17th 18, game, w- w- yeah. one, of, one of the criticisms, or, or not a criticisms, but explanation is a better word. One of the explanations of why this isn't working so well is, listen, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis have not had enough time to figure each other out. They haven't played enough games together. Well, in just game number 17, when you finally get all the pieces back, the head coach went, no, you, you got to sit down, brother. We can't do this. This, mm-hmm. this doesn't work. So I think they've hit that point in the season where they're realizing we, we're not experimenting. We're not going it, to it, – they know it doesn't work. They know now what I said five months ago, which is, guys, Russell Westbrook is not going to be anything other than Russell Westbrook. And that's what you said a second ago. It's not his fault. They brought him in here asking him to say, okay, I know everything you've done your entire career. Forget all of that. We will go do something you've never done, and then everything will fit, fit, fit together perfectly. It's a terrible ask of a player like that. It's not what he does. Okay. So when he came in and did exactly what he did, and it didn't work, and now everybody's booing him, he has a bad shooting night, well, he's not a good shooter. He misses free throws, well, he's never been a very good free throw. All, all of these things coming together, they came to a head, and the Lakers finally went, yeah, you know, let's just put these other two guys together. Let's put AD and LeBron, who are playing really, really well. Let's put them together. Go beat, what is it, the 12th place team in the Eastern Conference by in overtime because we can play a little defense in this period. They finally just went, we have to move on from whatever this was supposed to be. It's not. 
Let's go to the next thing and see if that's good enough to get us out of the play and into the playoffs, win a series, and see what we can do from there. So I'm going to go back to this because there's a big difference between you don't think by trading for Russell Westbrook is going to win you a championship, and there's a big difference between you trade for Russell Westbrook and you're two games below 500 with the All-Star break four games away. You're right about that. That you're sitting in ninth place in the Western Conference, right? Like I think you have made a case from the beginning, I just don't think this is going to mesh. I yep. think they could have used a different type of player, different yep. style. You don't it's just need worse any- than I thought. I thought you- it'd be bad. I just didn't think it'd be this bad. You don't need any more stars. You got the stars. You got LeBron and AD. Figure else everything out. But I, I think you know if we're sitting here today and Lakers were five games over 500 mm-hmm. and they're sitting in sixth place in the Western Conference or fifth place, I would You're still right. be saying, uh, "What are they doing? Like why?" This You're is, right about that. They should be higher up. It's just that it's been a really, really bad stint so far with Russell Westbrook. I, I want to go back to something that you said. I, I There's definitely blame to go towards Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the game against the New York Knicks as a perfect example. Um, Anthony Davis actually said this in the postgame show, kind of talking about how when he has nights where he struggles, what he tries to do is, can I find other ways to help the team? Can I grab some rebounds? Can I block a couple of shots? Can I – listen – Going one for ten is really bad, and that's what Russ was. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're going to – it's not uncommon for a player to go four for 12, four for 15. Like, it happens. You have bad nights. The problem with Russ on um, on Saturday is not only was he bad offensively, a couple of rebounds, few assists, five points, four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Five points, four turnovers. Missed a couple this of is, free throws, too. Miss a couple of free throws. I thought there were times where he was so in his own head he wasn't getting back on the defensive side. So I get what you're saying about um, the Russell Westbrook piece, and he didn't trade himself to the Lakers. He also didn't give himself a $44 million contract this year and a $47 million contract next year. All this stuff is, you know, you could say almost out of his control. But what I think is is in his control is how you play on the court. If your shot's not falling, my man, stop shooting the ball. If your jumper ain't going, drive the ball to the basket. If your shot's not falling and all of a sudden you decide, well, I'm just going to I'm going to be a little lackadaisical getting back on defense. Those are all things I think he can control, which is why I think they took him out in overtime, Trev. You know, I I, I think that that thought process is that, was is that going to be the new thing, Al? Is is that going to be what they do now where because we we hit what is against Indiana a few weeks ago, right? Where they benched him yep. at the end of the game. They ended up losing the game anyway. But is this going oh, yeah, to be right. that was a now game. what it was where they're saying, "Look, we're you're not part of this unless you're playing well. LeBron James could be 0 for 4,000. He's yep. staying in the game. Yep. Anthony Davis could be 0 for 4,000. He's staying in the game. If Russell Westbrook is having a night like you just described, he's got to come out. It can't be one of those, okay, he's one of our guys. It's not, no, you're you're in the same, and I know this sounds crazy for all the reasons you said, the money, the MVPs, all yep. of this stuff. But dude, you're 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 in the Kent Bazemore category. If you're playing well, you'll play. If you're not, you're not. And we got to figure it out night to night, game to game, quarter to quarter, minute to minute. Because we we don't have any cushion anymore. We have to start doing this. So, I I think it's very very simple. He is 100 percent in the category of how are you playing tonight? Are you playing good? Do you deserve the minutes? Do you deserve to be in the game six minutes left in the fourth quarter? 100%, Trav, that's what it's come to. It's come to that. And I, listen, I got no problem with it. Let's do this. 
we'll kind of throw this out to Laker fans. What you thought of the Russell Westbrook? So far, you can just talk about him getting benched in the game against the uh, against the uh, New York Knicks. Are we probably going to see a lot more than that? But I got an idea, Trav. I, I think there's a, a, a way that you can take this a step further, and I'm trying to make this beneficial to Russell Westbrook and the Lakers. We'll talk about that coming up next. Stay right here. By the way, if you want to be a part of the show, 877-710-ESPN. Travis and Slee with Sean, 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. It's it's funny how this has landed on Westbrook, isn't it, Al? How it just all kind of came right back to him that the second the season kind of started to go down a road that yeah. no one was looking all eyes went to him, and, and I just really don't think that that's fair at all. This is not exclusively a, hey, Russell Westbrook has underachieved. He has. He has not been what you thought you were going to get, but that's just on the list. It's not the entire list. It's it's one thing on the list of things that has not gone right this year, and yet he's the guy that everybody wants to tag every time they have a bad night. So the, the conversation, like I said, it, it, this season – if, if the Lakers weren't competing for an NBA championship and they lost in the Western Conference Finals and people would still be looking back and saying, man, Russ, what, that wasn't the move. You should have went and traded this guy, that, whatever the case is, right? Not you're in the playing tournament and you're surviving in the playing tournament and you're two games below 500. I got an idea. Let me throw this at you, okay? I, I'm curious if – just kind of looking at the the circumstance, the situation, Russ not guaranteed minutes at the end of games. He's going to have some games, by the way, where he's playing well. And it's, sure. Yeah, leave Russ in. Of course you do. And then there's going to be games like it was on Saturday night. He does not have uh, – the team does not need to be lenient on him and say, well, you got to keep him in because he's Russell Westbrook. They don't have to do that. And by the way, your head coach, who was being talked about for a month straight of, is this guy going to survive the next road trip or whatever the case is, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to go by any of those rules. He's fighting for his job as well, and I think he's got to do just what's in the best interest of the team. With that being said, what do you think when Russell Westbrook throughout his career, his greatest strength is typically, I have the ball, let me be the head of the snake, and let me go to work. That's usually Russell Westbrook's. That's his strong suit. Lakers right. had a game in that uh, road trip where they played Charlotte. Both LeBron and Anthony Davis were out. Russ was amazing, and he looked like Russell Westbrook. That's that Russell West. He looked like the Russell Westbrook that you know we got accustomed to seeing the Oklahoma City Thunder and everything else. Would it be crazy to ask Russell Westbrook? And it's not really an ask. You're doing what you think's in the best interest of your team. Why does Russ have to start? Why doesn't Russ come off the bench? And I'm honestly asking the question. Well, I think the question is as simple as how would he respond to such a thing, right? I don't – because your point, the basketball of it all, Al, it's obvious. Less time for him is better. I mean, just, just put – take if you took the names off the back and you just said who – yeah, we need to play this guy a little bit less. And what he does bring would probably be better with a different group of players than with the starting group of players. I think it's very, very obvious. 
The question is, how would he respond to it? He's he's Russell Westbrook. He's a mega star in this league, and to get benched is not nothing. I, it's not just, oh, do what's best for the team. In, in a perfect world, sure. In a perfect world, you sit this guy down, you play this guy. He's 1% better than this guy, so he should get 1% more of the time or however you want to break it down. But it's not its not a vacuum. It's the real world, and benching Russell Westbrook is a big deal. Is, isn't it already happening in front of us? Uh, the, the game on uh, Saturday is a nationally televised game against the Knicks. You went to overtime, and you decided that THT – who is not having a good season? Trevor Ariza, who you know just came back recently and is trying to get back into form, you figured that those two players were a better option than Russell Westbrook. It's already happening, Trevor. It's already happening. The mm-hmm. you know the the conversations that we're having right now. This is the second time this season that he wasn't closing a game. I, I think the Lakers. It's at least worth trying. And I know what you're saying. Well, what's Russell Westbrook going to think? Trav, to be honest with you, when you're a couple games below 500, I think you could put the emotions and the feelings and all that stuff. Yeah, but if he's you know toxic, what's going to happen Al, twice if a he's month. He's toxic. That's bad. That's even worse than what you have right now, arguably. And I'm not saying he would be. I'm saying that so, you have to at least consider the possibility of him really not digging the idea of getting benched. Of him really, you know really what, not liking that idea. You know what's toxic? What's toxic is. You got four games left before the All-Star break. It's Milwaukee, Golden State, Utah. Those three of the matchups. And then you got one in Portland. Let's say you go two and two. That means you walk into the All-Star break with 24 games left, sitting in ninth place, two games below 500. That's also toxic. So I I get – I completely understand what you're saying. But I think when you're at this stretch of the season – you got to try stuff out, and and if you think Russell Westbrook is a better option coming off the bench, let me lead that second crew. And Russ is playing good ball; he plays 30, 35 minutes. I'm not saying you got to take away all his minutes. I just think that ultimately, at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook is at his best when he's the head of the stake, and it obviously has not worked on a consistent basis with the other two stars. Let's try a phone call right here. Let's go to Darren in Los Angeles. Darren, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys, love your show. 100% agree. He should be on the bench. Emotions are not important here. We're here to win a game. Uh, remember uh, Luol Deng? <laughs> he didn't work out. We benched him. How much money did we owe him? If he can lead off the bench, we got a leader with LeBron, and then we got a leader with Westbrook. I think it's perfect. Well, I, look, I mean, I, I don't even know where to go with the idea of comparing Russell Westbrook to Luol Deng. <laughs> They're just totally different guys. Luol Deng is making a lot of money. Luol Deng was a nice player in the league. Russell Westbrook's a former MVP. Russell, what, how many how many times has he been an all-star? Ten? I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what, but it's a lot. 34 times. <laughs> yeah, 35. It's, it's, it's a lot. I'm not saying it's not a good idea. What I'm saying is it's not as easy as, oh, we've decided to put Russ with the second unit. It's not as easy as all that. There are. W- go, let's go back. You can help me with this. When they bench what's the worst, against what's Indiana. What's the worst that will happen? There'll be, there'll be four games well, below 500. And, look, <laughs> and, may, and maybe that's the point you've hit of the season where you just say, forget it. You know, you yeah. know if, he, if he hates it, what do I care? Where well, he's gone at the end of the year anyway. Russell Westbrook being on this team next year seems like a, a real long shot at this point. So if you have a very unhappy customer for another month or two, what difference does it make? Maybe that's where they land. But when they took him out of the lineup against Indiana, what, what was that, two, three weeks ago, whatever it was? Remember, there was that story that came out like that he and Rob Polinka had like a two-hour meeting about the just getting benched for one night. 
getting yanked out of the starting lineup. What what is that? Was, was that a, a six hour meeting? What, what is where does it come to? I get. I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm saying that if you do it, there are a whole lot of ripples on the pond that happen. And, and Russell Westbrook is a emotional player. Russell Westbrook is an emotional human being, and I think that he would respond really poorly to getting benched. So here's the thing. I, I don't know how he would respond. You're right about that. I, I think what you're, you've reached a situation. Um, Saturday night, did, did you see LeBron and AD? And they're just great. They were, they were fantastic. fantastic. They had an unbelievable game. They played really well. It looked so good to see LeBron back with the Lakers. They went 1-4 and four when he was gone. They needed overtime to beat the Knicks. Knicks are 12th <laughs> place in the Eastern Conference. So I, I, the reason why I say that, Trav, is because you know, look at the last few games the Lakers had. You played Portland, a team that was awful, awful team. They're they selling. Stink. I don't know what the hell. They just traded to the Clippers, they and stink. it didn't seem like they and got anything given back. Up. There were some reports. <laughs> there's some reports that McCollum might end up with uh, with the Knicks or someone. Now they're not even in the playing tournament because the Pelicans passed them. I, it, that game went down to the wire, okay? Then the next night you play the Clippers without PG, without uh, Kawhi, and the Lakers end up losing that game by one. And then they beat the Knicks with all three of their stars there. Sometimes you just reach desperate situations, and I think the Lakers are at that point. By the way, I like the schedule coming up for the Lakers because it is incredibly difficult, and we are going to find out that maybe they hang with the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow. Maybe they have a a good game, but they lose against the Warriors, but it's still a close game. At least then you have kind of a a puncher shot of saying, well, when they go up against the best, they raise up their game, or they might get blown out by 20 and 25, and it just kind of continues to solidify. Either one kind of gets you a little closer to what the the true portion of this team is. A blowout is kind of like, "Ah, what are are we even doing here? The, the, The other one is, well, maybe this is a little bit better. Maybe we can get a little bit closer to what we need. Let's try one more. Let's go to Los Angeles again. And Antoine, Antoine, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. First off, Frank Vogel is more of a problem than Russell Westbrook. It's like the dude's not coaching right. He's not putting the right lineups in. He running small lineups when we getting beat up by Sabonis playing against Indiana. Then also, he's one and two in this situation. He should have kept Russell in against Indiana. Now, he don't even go put in the Hall of Fame lineup. He, he don't go big. It's like he's coaching like an idiot, and we didn't seen a lot of championship coaching out here. Antoine, appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. Um, I, I'm not, you know, I, I think one of the things we try to do as best as we can, Trav, the the finger pointing ultimately comes down to it is the roster construction. Like it, it, it we'll is. spend a little time. How much is Rob Palenka to blame? How much? By the way, it's not even just Rob Palenka. I don't think a move. You don't get Russell Westbrook unless LeBron James is saying, "Hey, I like the move." You don't get Russell Westbrook then unless you get Anthony Davis saying, hey, I'm okay with this. I like the move. That's why, you know, for me in the offseason when we spend time on this, it's like, look, if Bron thinks it's going to work and if AD thinks it's going to work, it, it's I'll take my chances with that. Here's the reality. Some moves just don't work. <laughs> it happens, right? It happens in sports. You look right now, uh, StatMuse had this crazy stat, Trav. The Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets were the 1-2 their preseason favorites, right, coming out. Yep. They both currently right now are in the playing tournament. Both of those teams are in the playing tournament right now. It's remarkable. I mean, it, it's – So uh, – Go ahead, Al. I was just going to say, I, we could spend a little time on this with the trade deadline coming up. Rob Palenka, we, could, we can get into all that coming up next. The trade deadline is coming up this Thursday. I don't really don't think the Lakers have many moves that they can make, so – 
You're basically just depending on the roster that you have. So we'll do that coming up next day right here. Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Trepidatious? Is that a word? <laughs> Chris said trepidation, that I have trepidation. I don't think that I'm trepidatious at the moment. I, my, my, my trepidation is in this very narrow category. I am so excited for what's coming up in six days, the Super Bowl with the Rams. I I really think that they have a chance to be fantastic when they need to be fantastic against an opponent that lines up really, really well for them. And the the scary part is, is that – Everything lines up really, really well for them, and we know how that goes, right? When when you have 10 factors and 10 of them point one direction, pick the other guy. But this is kind of where we are, that everything's kind of pointing towards the Rams at this point. No, listen, I, I think you should feel that way. I, I mean, I, I know people sit back and they say, well, the Bengals got here by beating really good teams. They did. They beat they the did. number one seed in the AFC at Tennessee, uh, beat the Raiders just to get to that game. Um, and then obviously the, the win against Kansas City Chiefs, the comeback. But listen, I, I think, you know, why wouldn't you feel good if you're a Rams fan? Why wouldn't you feel good that there are a lot of things, uh, whether you want to look at every stat that's out there, all right, what, what's the team that should be the favorite? It all makes sense that the Rams should win the game. This is all it's going to come down to, Trav. By the end of the first quarter, are you feeling a certain way? Are, are things going their way? Are they up? Are they up fourteen to three? Are they up thirteen to three? Something along those Ooh. lines. Because I think if that happens, keep talking now. Keep I talking. think if that happens, <laughs> I think that ball that ball will start rolling. I think McVay will start kind of, hey, let's go for the throat, let's go for the kill here. What you don't want to have happen is it's thirteen thirteen at halftime, and you're feeling some pressure, and it's Cincinnati growing their confidence and starting to think in their head, hey, we might have a freaking shot at this thing. That I, I, I'm I'm very curious kind of have the first 15 minutes, the first 30 minutes of the game because I think knee-jerk, it's not wrong if you're a Rams fan to think, hey, I think they got a good chance of dominating this game. Where will you be watching this game? I will be at SoFi. Where will yep. you be? Like, I t- take me through your sure. uh, your your Sunday schedule. Uh-huh. The game starts at about 3 o'clock. You are at home. Are you at a Super Bowl party? Do you like to watch this one by yourself and a big group of people? Yep. Like, what's the Slee Super Sunday setup? Ooh, first like off, that. Just first off, um, that's not. By the way, your that should be sponsored. That's not your business. The Super Sunday setup. What I'm doing on my Sunday for Super Bowl, it's uh, private. It's disrespectful to ask a question like that. I, you know what I usually do during Rams home games? 
except the Titans game because I was there. Rams home games, <laughs> I usually drive around SoFi and I just have JB on. <laughs> I just listen to the game. Just listen to JB call the game? Listen to listen to the call, and then I say to myself, like, man, that'd be really cool if I was in there. But, again, I don't have tickets, um, <laughs> and we're the home of the Rams. Uh, yeah, what this, are you going to do? I got actually some family coming up for a couple of days. Nice. So we're going to throw a little, uh, you know, have some people over for Super Bowl. I don't know yet where the food's coming from, that whole setup and everything else, but uh, just a regular good old Super Bowl party. I can't wait. I, I'm I'm looking as much as forward to this one as much as I've looked to forward to anything in a very very long time for all of the obvious reasons. Um, I really think they're going to win. I I, I the, going into the game against the Patriots a couple of years ago, Super Bowl Fifty Three. It was you know if this happens, they got a chance to win. If they can just do this, they can find a way to win. If they can get to Tom Brady, if they can, this is guys just go out there and do what you do. Just just go out there and play the way you play. Play the way you played against Arizona and Tampa and for the you know most of the game against San Francisco. You go out there and do that, it's going to feel really good. So it, it, it does not feel like something has to break your way. You just need to play well, and that is a really good position to be in. Yeah, and, and there's going to be – you know, we were talking to Mike Martz uh, on Friday, and I thought, you know, a couple things that he said um, – you know, we were asking the question, hey, if they didn't win the game, can you still have it a success? This? He's like, no. And no. He, he kind of went through every detail of he's been in that position before. Even Les Need, who was on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, talked about that bus ride after you lost. <laughs> I, I think there's, Trav, the, one of the things that plays, one of the components that plays to the advantage of the Rams, you got guys that have either been in it before or you have guys that have been in the league for a long time and know that I may never, this could be it. You know, you, you just, you never know when these opportunities come. You don't think Matt Stafford is thinking for this Sunday. I heard, um, the, you know how they have the uh, YouTube, it might be from NFL Network, but they'll have some of the sound from the game, right? The, yeah, the mic'd, mic'd up. up or whatever it's called, right? And Stafford, I want to say he hugs his wife and she's so happy in this and he's like, one of the only things I heard him say was, we still got another one on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> to his wife. That, that's what not you want to hear. Not to a reporter, but to a wife. That's that's perfect. But, but you know, radio. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Trav, the reason why I bring that up is because these dudes know that you might never get this shot again, right? Like this is the, the way teams typically win Super Bowls or championships there is this you got to go through the down for a long time. You got to have those awful losses. Maybe you got to be with a franchise like Stafford was for so long to realize, "Oh my gosh, I'm with a franchise that understands what they're doing, that they're all in." I might you're one you're always one injury away from never having an opportunity next season. I'm not talking about him specifically, but your team, yeah, right? Anybody. So, with that, you know, with that in mind, I, I think the experience and uh the hype is real and we'll see what happens. See if they can deliver on Sunday. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. This tweet is from Scott, and he writes, I feel like Trav was thriving in a NASCAR environment. Beer, check. Stadium food, check. Jeans and trucks, check. Um, yeah, I didn't eat. We, we I, I did not I did not venture into any of the food. Because, oh, look, I, I don't know if this is a Wait, what do you age mean? thing. I didn't eat because we, we ate we I met with some friends. We yeah. went and had a couple of beers and had some pizza before we drove up to go to the thing. So we, we drove up, we got there, had a couple more. Well, we were going to have a couple more beers, but they ran out of beers. Somehow, someway, the Coliseum, before the start of the race, had run out of beer. So we had to get a couple of cocktails, My section which was didn't. fine. Well, mine did. So okay, we had wait, a couple wait, of cocktails wait. before. 
that's, um, that's a real thing that they, yeah. they ran out of beer? So, before it was this one station had it, and then everybody kind of then they put it. They literally told up two cans of black cherry Bud Light seltzer. These are the last two we have. Some guy oh buys them, gosh. so we go to the next place. Sold out. Go to the next place. Now they were able to restock it by halftime of the race. They had restocked, and we were ready to go yep. again. We had it all over again, but I didn't get any of the food. Al, it was so good. It was. Halftime of a race. What's better than that? Ice Cube concert. What's better than that? It was about an hour and a half, two hours of racing. It was an absolutely perfect event. Okay. They should do it. Every NASCAR race should be that. I would I be. I would become a fan. I'd get one of those mesh hats was, with an American flag T-shirt. I'd be all over it. What were the options of food, Emily? Did you get some food out there? I mean, was the food good? So I, my friend got nachos, and one thing for one thing, nachos at a stadium are the most overcharged thing in the world. It's just literally tortilla chips and cheese sauce like there's there's no creativity on those nachos so they got nachos i didn't get food there but my also another friend of mine got the burgers and the burgers looked really good i i, I thought, almost got it yeah i thought there would be some spent too much know, money I, on beer i thought there'd be some damage done trap i really did nope. i thought you'd be kind of walking around in races going on and you're like yeah race Perfect. is the race so you know what the, the best the best part of it was we found off-site parking, right? It's like a 10-minute walk from where we parked to we were on-site at the Coliseum. So, perfect. So, we were able to get out of there really quickly, too. It wasn't an arm and a leg. It was relatively inexpensive. It was only 40 bucks, so not too, too bad. And it was kind of a little bit of a tight fit. I pulled in my Silverado like I had been driving this thing my entire life. Just sure. in, out, back it up, get it in, tight little spot, backed it right out, no problem at all. Everybody was in awe of my skills driving this truck. Nobody believes that. I, I'm it sure you had true. plenty of moments where you went over a curb. Nope. Now you're asking nope. another car, hey, can you pull forward a little Perfect. bit? And, hey, everybody behind me, can you guys all go backwards a little bit? <laughs> it was perfect i was basically one of the, the drivers i i was ready to get out there i was ready to jump back into this thing sure. and say guys anybody a little tired anybody need me to fill in for the rest of this race because i'm feeling like a real man i'm feeling like i could go into this thing and absolutely knock it out and i knew that it was sunday and which means that the following day is monday which means it's an ask slee which is coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn trepidatious is that a word <laughs> chris said trepidation that i have trepidation i don't think that i'm trepidatious at the moment i my 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 trepidation is in this very narrow category i am so excited for what's coming up in six days the super bowl with the rams i i really think that they have a chance to be fantastic when they need to be fantastic against an opponent that lines up really really well for them I, and the the scary part is is that everything lines up really really well for them and we know how that goes right when when you have 10 factors and 10 of them point one direction pick the other guy but this is kind of where we are that everything's kind of pointing towards the Rams at this point no I, listen I, I think you should feel that way I, I mean I, I know people sit back and they say well the Bengals got here by beating really good teams they did they beat they the did. number one seed in the AFC at Tennessee. Uh, beat the Raiders just to get to that game. Um, and then obviously the, the win against Kansas City Chiefs, the comeback. But listen, I, I think, you know, why wouldn't you feel good if you're a Rams fan? Why wouldn't you feel good that there are a lot of things, uh, whether you want to look at every stat that's out there, all right, what, what's the team that should be the favorite? It all makes sense that the Rams should win the game. This is all it's going to come down to, Trav. By the end of the first quarter, 
are you feeling a certain way? Are, are things going their way? Are they up? Are they up fourteen to three? Are they up thirteen to Ooh. three? Something along those Ooh. lines. Because I think if that happens, keep talking now. Keep I talking. think if that happens, <laughs> I, I think that ball that ball will start rolling. I think McVeigh will start kind of, hey, let's go for the throat, let's go for the kill here. What you don't want to have happen is it's thirteen thirteen at halftime and you're feeling some pressure, and it's Cincinnati growing their confidence and starting to think in their head, hey, we might have a freaking shot at this thing. That, I, I, I'm, I'm very curious kind of how the first 15 minutes, the first 30 minutes of the game because I, I think knee-jerk, it's not wrong if you're a Rams fan to think, hey, I think they got a good chance of dominating this game. Where will you be watching this game? I will be at SoFi. Where will yep. you be? Like, I take take me through your sure. uh, your your Sunday schedule. Uh-huh. The game starts at about three o'clock. Mm-hmm. You are at home. Are you at a Super Bowl party? Do you like to watch this one by yourself in a big group of people? Yep. Like, what's the Slee Super Sunday setup? Ooh, first like off, that. just first <laughs> off, um, that's not. By the way, that business. should be sponsored. That's not the your Slee business. Super Sunday setup. What I'm doing on my Sunday for Super Bowl. <laughs> It's uh, private. It's disrespectful to ask a question <laughs> like that. I, you know what I usually do during Rams home games, except the Titans game because I was there. Rams home games, <laughs> I usually drive around SoFi and I just have JB on. <laughs> I just listen to the game. Just listen to JB call the game. Listen to listen to the call, and then I say to myself, like, man, that'd be really cool if I was in there. But again, I don't have tickets, um, <laughs> and we're the home of the Rams. Uh, yeah, what this, are you gonna do? I got actually some family coming up for a couple of days. Nice. So we're going to throw a little, uh, you know, have some people over for Super Bowl. I don't know yet where the food's coming from, that whole setup and everything else, but uh, just a regular good old Super Bowl party. I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm looking as mu- as forward to this one as much as I've looked to forward to anything in a very, very long time for all of the obvious reasons. Um I really think they're going to win. I, I, I the, Going into the game against the Patriots a couple of years ago, Super Bowl 53, it was, you know – if this happens, they got a chance to win. If they can just do this, they can find a way to win. If they can get to Tom Brady, if they can – this is, guys, just go out there and do what you do. Just just go out there and play the way you play. Play the way you played against Arizona and Tampa and for the you know most of the game against San Francisco. You go out there and do that, it's going to feel really good. So it, it, it does not feel like something has to break your way. You just need to play well, and that is a really good position to be in. Yeah, and, and there's going to be, you know, we were talking to Mike Martz uh, on Friday, and I thought, you know, a couple things that he said, um, you know, we were asking the question, hey, if they didn't win the game, can you still have it a success? This He's like, no. no. He, he kind of went through every detail of he's been in that position before. Even Les Need, who was on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, talked about that bus ride after you lost. <laughs> I, I think there's, Trav, the, one of the things that plays – one of the components that plays to the advantage of the Rams, you got guys that have either been in it before or you have guys that have been in the league for a long time and know that I may never, this could be it. You know, you, you just, you never know when these opportunities come. You don't think Matt Stafford is thinking for this Sunday. I heard, um, the, you know how they have the uh, YouTube, it might be from NFL Network, but they'll have some of the sound from the game, right? Yeah, the mic'd up. up or whatever it's called, right? And Stafford... I want to say he hugs his wife and she's so happy in this. And he's like, one of the only things I heard him say was, we still got another one on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> to his wife. That, that's what not you want to hear. Not to a reporter, but to a wife. That's that's perfect. But, but you know, radio. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Trav, the reason why I bring that up is because these dudes know that you might never get this shot again, right? Like this is the, the way 
teams typically win Super Bowls or championships, there is this you got to go through the down for a long time. You got to have those awful losses. Maybe you got to be with a franchise like Stafford was for so long to realize, oh my gosh. I'm with a franchise that understands what they're doing, that they're all in. I might you're one you're always one injury away from never having an opportunity next season. I'm not talking about him specifically, but your team, yeah, right? Anybody. So with that, you know, with that in mind, I, I think the experience and uh the hype is real and we'll see what happens. See if they can deliver on Sunday. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. This tweet is from Scott, and he writes, I feel like Trav was thriving in a NASCAR environment. Beer, check. Stadium food, check. Jeans and trucks, check. Um, yeah, I didn't eat. We, we I, I did not I did not venture into any of the food. Because, oh, look, I, I don't know if this is uh, Wait, what an do you age mean? thing. I didn't eat because we we ate we I met with some friends. We yeah. went and had a couple of beers and had some pizza before we drove up to go to the thing. So we, we drove up, we got there, had a couple more. Well, we were going to have a couple more beers, but they ran out of beers. Somehow, way, the Coliseum, before the start of the race, had run out of beer. So we had to get a couple of cocktails, My section which was didn't. fine. Well, mine did. So okay, we had wait, a couple wait, of cocktails wait. before. That's, um, that's a real thing, that they, yeah. they ran out of beer? So, before it was this one station had it, and then everybody kind of then they put it, they literally told up two cans of black cherry Bud Light seltzer. These are the last two we have. Some guy oh buys them, gosh. so we go to the next place. Sold out. Go to the next place. Now they were able to restock it by halftime of the race. They had restocked, and we were ready to go yep. again. We had it all over again, but I didn't get any of the food. Al, it was so good. It was. Halftime of a race. What's better than that? Ice Cube concert. What's better than that? It was about an hour and a half, two hours of racing. It was an absolutely perfect event. Okay. They should do it. Every NASCAR race should be that. I would, I be, I would become a fan. I'd get one of those mesh hats was, with an American flag T-shirt. I'd be all over it. What were the options of food? Emily, did you get some food out there? I mean, was the food good? So I, my friend got nachos. And one thing for one thing, nachos at a stadium are the most overcharged thing in the world. It's just literally tortilla chips and cheese sauce like there's there's no creativity on those nachos so they got nachos i didn't get food there but my also another friend of mine got the burgers and the burgers looked really good i i, I thought, almost got it yeah i thought there would be some spent too much know, money I, on beer i thought there'd be some damage done trap i really did nope. i thought you'd be kind of walking around in races out, going on and you're like yeah race Perfect. is the race so you know what the, the best the best part of it was we found off-site parking, right? It's like a 10-minute walk from where we parked to we were on-site at the Coliseum. So, perfect. So, we were able to get out of there really quickly, too. It wasn't an arm and a leg. It was relatively inexpensive. It was only 40 bucks, so not too, too bad. And it was kind of a little bit of a tight fit. I pulled in my Silverado like I had been driving this thing my entire life. Just sure. in, out, back it up, get it in, tight little spot, backed it right out, no problem at all. Everybody was in awe of my skills driving this truck. Nobody believes that. I, I'm it sure you had plenty true. of moments where you went over a curb. Nope. Now you're asking nope. another car, hey, can you pull forward a little Perfect. bit? And, hey, everybody behind me, can you guys all go backwards a little bit? <laughs> it was perfect. I was basically one of the, the drivers. I, I was ready to get out there. I was ready to jump back into this thing sure. and say, guys, anybody a little tired? Anybody need me to fill in for the rest of this race? Because I'm feeling like a real man. I'm feeling like I could go into this thing and absolutely knock it out. And I knew that it was Sunday, which means that the following day is Monday, which means it's an Ask Slee, which is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 
AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 